All right, so bear with me on this first episode and even the first few episodes because when this stuff was recorded, it was not with a podcast in mind. Um, I am also not a radio host. I am the owner of the Radio Fam. My name is Marie. I always worked in promotions and I prefer to highlight other people. So hosting a podcast was really the very, very bottom of my list of things that I needed to do. So basically, I reached out to some random radio people. I just asked them, hey, do you want to come hop on Zoom with me and just have a transparent conversation? We'll record it and see if any good content comes from it. So then as I'm watching the recordings back... I'm like, okay, I think I want to put these on YouTube and write blogs around uh, these people and these stories. And then from there, as I'm editing each of the videos, I started listening back to the audio and I'm like, well, this stuff is just too good to not throw on a podcast for other people to consume it in this way. So I need to do something. The first person I'm talking to in this episode, her name's McCall Taylor. She lives in Utah. And why I thought she would be a great first guest was because she already has the mindset where I wish more people were at. It took me far too long to get there. And I always hope that this brand helps get people there. And really at the base of it all, it's just finding the value outside of the radio station. Really find any job, um, really finding your value outside of one thing because when you lose that one thing it's so much more devastating if all your value is put into that so McCall somebody that has kind of figured that out at a young age and I love that she's just not like oh I gotta chase the morning show New York dream she's like no I like I'm in a small town I like living here Um, I'm gonna make this situation work for me and working in radio is great and all and I'm gonna do it as long as I can but I know my values other places so if I lose it it's not that big of a deal and I'm going to be okay. It's not the end of the world. And I feel like when you have that mindset, it's such a great base for everything else in life. And that's why I'm somebody that no longer believes in finding a dream job. I believe in building a dream situation. I've been telling people that lately. Stop chasing that dream job. Start building that dream situation. Because just think how much time you waste chasing that thing when you could just be working on all those little things that just make your situation fucking awesome. It's not something you just figure out and boom, it's done. It's constant learning, constant growing, constant looking at yourself and improving and finding the happiness in the smallest things. And I think she's a great person to demonstrate that. I definitely want to talk to her multiple times we have so many different subjects we can talk about I believe this conversation was originally almost two hours long and I've cut it down to 30 minutes so again bear with me the conversation may be a little choppy and whatnot but really if you listen through McCall has some great little nuggets about storytelling how it's changed and finding the value in yourself and why that's important so I really encourage you to come back and check out the episodes as they continue to get better and I just know you will walk away with something from somebody that you're listening to you will be inspired by something that somebody's doing hopefully that helps you get one step closer to your dream situation we live in such a resource rich time that it's like you can literally learn anything you want to 
uh, not not that it's like oh a great time to be unemployed there's like a lot of resources to be able to fix that and then and just gosh and being able to network yeah no I I totally agree with you one of my favorite things uh talk to Chris Cruz about this uh a ton of times really because you know it does suck there are situations where positions are are taken away. Like they're just gone. Those positions don't exist anymore. But the thing is, is that you are talented. You are a talented storyteller. And that's the reason why you got in this business. You are a talented entertainer. And that's the reason why you got in this business. Mm -hmm. Storytelling has just shifted and adapted over the course of decades. You know, we used to storytell on the side of cave walls, you know, that's how we used to storytell. And then things adapted, shifted into books, shifted into TV, you know, radio. And here we are now with a platform, multiple platforms, literally all of the freaking platforms you could ever find in your life. And you can literally entertain storytell and just captivate an audience on all of these different platforms. There's a reason why people on TikTok are going viral for literally just being good storytellers. With Twitch, I think it's really interesting um, to be able to see the transition into like Discord. Oh, yeah. So, so that people can like actually create their own little like tribe of people, yeah. you know? And that's huh. something that I have like, I have been ogling over. Like huh. it has been the coolest thing in the entire world. And the thing that a lot of like these kids on TikTok, these kids on Instagram, these, these people that are creating their platforms on this authentic, genuine realness, these guys are doing what we have been doing in radio for years. Now they have the tools. And so like these tools that have been like very exclusive to only radio people, you know, entertainers or whatever are now available to literally everybody and their dog. Everybody and their dog is getting famous because they're figuring out the five steps of people becoming aware of your brand and aware of your person, you know? And yeah. it's the exact same thing. You go to any of these like influencer camps or um, retreats or whatever they call them. And that's what they teach them is those like five steps from Tracy Johnson of familiarity. You know, oh, you get yeah. your P1s and your P2s and all of that jazz. And, you know, I'm seeing people redeem points to hear story time and just think like they're they're playing music you know over these people's music and and telling a story over the music you know I watch some of these people I'm like and they've got over a hundred people engaged people clearly that are spending their time there and that's again so much more fascinating to me than like you know I've how many remotes that I've been out at no it takes a lot for people to really care that you're there the thing that people have always wanted is to be able to like make the decision you know, Hey, will you play this song for me? No, I'm not going to freaking play this song for you because it's stupid. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to go over to Twitch and I'm going to send this message to this guy and he's going to play this song for me or tell me a story time or whatever. There are no limits. Like there is, there is no limit. And I think that we are getting to a position now where it's like flashback. There is a book that I read this last year. Um, that is, it's uh, think and grow rich is what it is by Napoleon Hill. Okay. And so, uh, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. He references how he references how, um, trolley cars, he talks about the trolley cars and how, um, people were basically hailed for being assholes to the, the customers, you know? And it was like, oh yeah, look. And then they'd go off and they'd talk about how they got to be like a total dick to these customers. Uh-huh. And 
then uh, up came the time of the, the taxi cab or whatever. And streetcars now are, are going bad in the middle of the street because the taxi cab driver would pull over and make sure you were taken care of and pick your bags up and put them in the back because they were taking care of the customer. And it was like the day will soon come when the priority of the customer is the number one priority. Like right. we all understand that the listeners are the people that are the reasons why we're even employed. These are the people that are paying your bills. Mm -hmm. And so what is it that is making them stay loyal to you? Why are they staying loyal to you and not going over to the Twitch stream and paying somebody to do a story time? It's kind of cool, you know, just totally different ways to connect with an audience. And if I'm at work listening to them, more likely comment on something like that, especially if I can't call while I'm working. Right. Well, exactly. And it pulls away such a curtain that people, yeah. you know, have up towards radio people because it's like, oh, okay, so it's just your voice. But if you were on diversifying onto all of these different platforms, then people are way more willing because like you said, you're not going to call in the middle of work, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why people like to send messages on Facebook or, you know, listen live on our app or whatever it may be like. Yeah. So having the Twitch stream is I, I love Kyle King. So he, um, he has a discord set up and it's like content creators. Like it's got all of these, this whole breakdown of all of these different people. And I just think it is I think it is so cool to be able yeah. to see it because you're basically creating your own social media threads. It's so cool. You know, I saw how he had organized like a, you know, his wrestling stuff here yep. and the gaming stuff here. And, um, and I think what's been fascinating about him specifically is that I was supposed to do a meet the fam feature on him, like right when he got fired. So I had like made up the thing, sent it to him to approve. And then he was like, Hey, can we hold off on this? Like, I just got let go I was right. like, sure, whenever you're ready. It's here. So I saw him doing his thing, you know, and I, you know, he was on TikTok like making those funny videos at the, um, grocery ATV, store. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And just like, like, he's still going. And then I, I knew that after after seeing Nick's video, I know that he went and talked to Don mm -hmm. and that they had met up. And then I saw Kyle and, you know, I see his thing and it's like, first it's like one, one viewer, three viewers, then it's 10. Then it, and so even if it's a small number, it's growing. That's more important building that relationship. Cause those are the people that are going to be loyal. And those are the people that are going to be influenced by your brand. If they have feel a relationship with your brand, then you're going to inspire them to spend money, to show up at places, to show up to your streams, to yep. rock your merch, you know, yep. like Ex exactly. Well, that's exactly what it is. You know, one of my favorite uh, TikTok audios is like, oh man, you only got 30 views on that TikTok. Oh, bummer. You know what though? If 30 people walked in to me with what I was doing right now and they were like, what are you doing? I'd be like, holy cow, there's 30 people in here. Like That's it's a just point. a matter of perspective, you know, because sure. There's only a couple of people that are watching it, but mm -hmm. like those couple of people, just like you said, those couple of people, word of mouth advertising is iconic like yes. the word of mouth advertising spreads like wildfire and then you know wearing awesome merch or you know I'm wearing a Sarah Bareilles t-shirt or a sweatshirt right now like I <laughs> love her vintage power <laughs> I love it you know yeah, but it's the uh -huh. same kind of thing like people like repping what they, they like do. you know they do they do everybody's out here like I want to be an influencer uh -huh. but it's like okay so how are you influencing what yeah. are you doing to influence <laughs> is it all about you are you focusing all about the things that you are doing or are you actually creating value for your people and that's one thing that I know Kyle does with his with his people he gives them a, a soundboard to be able to talk about whatever it is that they may be feeling and then it's just amazing how the stuff will just build from there the way that radio has always been is that Radio doesn't need the DJs. The DJs need radio. And now it's getting flipped on its head. And so it's terrifying. It's a change. Humans 
in general, don't like change. Mm -hmm. Humans like their routine. They like to do the exact same thing over and over and over again. And now that radio is learning, hoping, (laughs) crossing our fingers, learning how to adapt on these different things. It's scary. It's scary to these bosses that like, you know, you see, have you seen brew on TikTok? I don't know how much freaking brew is making on TikTok, but (laughs) brew is kicking everyone's ass on TikTok, especially an audio challenge like that. And you know how many people are like, I could be on the radio totally. or like, I, I've been told, oh, I've been told I have a radio voice all the time. That's exactly what it is, you know, but rather than making fun of those people, you yeah. know, rather than making fun of, oh my gosh, I got this post. It was like, hey, you should squeeze this word in. Ha ha. If only people understood how radio works. And uh-huh. like, yeah. Totally <laughs> trashing on them on Facebook. Why don't you just take the idea and go with it? Kat Haley doing that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like same thing. She's like, oh, oh my God. Like, look at my TikTok. Just got all these followers yep. now or whatever. I was like, because people love to be involved and it just right, goes right back to the whole relationship thing. Back then, the, the, you know, DJs were very like, remember, untouchable and you could be like the shock jock and an asshole yep. and the- totally talk down to people but now like people don't like that anymore like that's not so it's it's always shocking to me when there's like still people like that like I know I I I literally can't wrap my brain around it I'm like can you not like can you just be like a decent human being like the thing is is that people crave the genuine and like the authentic because people already know what they're getting with the influencers of the world for you to be impactful and influential in somebody's life is just literally to be a decent human being because that's what people are craving. Okay. 2020 has shown us anything. 2020 has shown us that like humans are resilient. Mm -hmm. And if I don't want you in my life, I don't need you in my life. If you want to be impactful in somebody's life, like literally just be a good person. Be yourself unless you're an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're an asshole, then like sugarcoat it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Like it's just exhausting to try and create a form of yourself that's not real. It's like when I got into radio, a lot of like old school and then a lot, you know, a lot of ego. So there's not a lot of like, ooh, I really want to take you under my wing. Some people get lucky in certain situations and I've definitely had good people here and there, yeah. but nobody really being like, you know what? Like I see something in you. And I feel like with me, like I see something in certain people. Sometimes people just don't see it in themselves till later. Part of me is like, okay, I need to like help people in radio that maybe don't get it. I, f- I feel like it has to do with a lot of the resources as well. Like I feel like Gen Z and, you know, even in the younger millennials, like we've had the ability to be able to, to have the influence of the internet and do all of this stuff. And unfortunately it really does make my heart sad for some of the older generation that have just been shit on by other mentors, you know, who have been told like, oh, you'll never make it. Oh, you'll never make it. Cause at, at the beginning with my own career, there were people that were like, you'll never make it. You're never going to be good enough. And they were mentors to me. These were people that I was like, oh, this is who I should be looking up to. Hasn't been until the last handful of years that it's like, oh my gosh, look at this. There is a community of radio people that I can reach out to and feel confident because there is a group of people that I will not reach out to (laughs) when it comes to radio. There's a group of people in this community that I feel like has been built like with the radio fam, Mm -hmm. that it's like, I feel confident in being like, Hey guys, I need help. This is what I need advice with. what, What can you give me advice wise? Because they're the same group of people that realize that your success doesn't mean my failure. Your success means that you can give me little nuggets of success and then we can both grow and expand and become 
massively successful. It's been so cool to me that with all the people that kind of been connecting with more recently in radio too, is that all of them are so talented in like such different areas. There's so much growth in dropping your pride. There's so much growth in being like, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? And then taking those pieces of advice, it's like you become four steps ahead of somebody else, you know, or on a, on a level playing field. And honestly, all humans want is for ourselves to succeed. We should all be able to just like communicate and have a conversation and realize that not everything has to be a competition that people pride themselves in being like a one man show. I mean, good for you for being able to do it. It's exhausting though. Like, why would you be like, oh yeah, well, I just busted 17 hours of my day working (laughs) on all of these different projects and I just did it all myself. It's like, cool, good for you, but I would rather pay somebody than to have to do it myself. So I was having a conversation with Chris earlier this week about the way that my brain operates. He was like, how are you? I was like, well, I'm going to be honest. I have not been great. Like I have been spending a ton of time getting down on myself because Mm -hmm. I set up this schedule that was totally unattainable. And then I was like pissed at myself Mm -hmm. because I couldn't accomplish the things that I put on this schedule. It was like, I need to release three YouTube videos a week. I need to drop two podcasts a week. I need to be putting out a a blog post, three blog posts a week. And then it was like, oh, I'm getting behind. Oh, I'm getting behind. You know what? If I can't succeed and I can't do it the first time, I'm throwing it in the trash. That's exactly what happened. I was like, "Mm, garbage, can't do it. But seriously, there was a week there that I was like, nope, hate it. Can't do it. Crumple it up and throw it in the garbage can because... I just, I should have never started in the first place, you know, just very like negative self-talking. And I finally got to a point where I was like, yo, (laughs) you're wasting everybody else's time if you're not going to like commit to it, you know? So it's back to a point where it's like, okay, let's get back into it. But I feel like, like we all struggle with that kind of stuff. You know, there's a tweet that's come out about the queen's gambit and Uh. I'm sure you've seen it because it's been viral. It's been everywhere, but it's like, it took, you know, 60 rewrites and they had to recast it three different times. And every, every, um, place that they took it to was like, no, this is stupid. Nobody cares about chess. And it's like, it has been years and years and years and years and years in the making. And finally it came out and it's like, The Queen's Gambit, hands down, one of my favorite TV shows of 2020. You keep persevering with the thing that you were doing because it's going to impact somebody's life and it's going to be beneficial to somebody. And so that's kind of been like... Would you say that was your... Because I had seen that you had kind of like some other podcast episodes that were separate of the branding now. But Mm -hmm. was that you kind of trying to figure out what you were doing with like a podcast? Or was that like, oh, I had to do this because of work? At At the very beginning of it, the way that I started it is I was actually listening to Gary Vaynerchuk's stuff. And Gary Vaynerchuk was like, as I was like driving into work one day, I was like, I have the opportunity to be able to reach out to business owners and ask these business owners like, hey how did you get where you are? Because then it can like impact other people. And so then as I started doing it, I was like, so you want to start a business was part of the way through. I realized I know nothing about business because I don't have a business. (laughs) And so then I shifted into quit your damn job because I do know about quitting your job to go pursue something that you're passionate about. And then it opened more doors for me. And then recently I've shifted it into more of a quit your damn job, but also quit your old perspective, because if you don't quit your old perspective, then you're never going to be happy anywhere you go. It's so important to be making sure that your mindset is in the right place Mm -hmm. for it. Because if your mindset's not in the right place, then you're never going to be happy anywhere you go. 
sometimes it's just like break it down you know why did you get into radio you know some people got on into radio because they wanted it to you know like a platform for tv they're just not limited to that now and it's just like okay so take a step back and then like maybe now you don't read like you're not working in radio now but maybe like you don't need that now because you wanted to be have your own show anyway so just yep. go start one start streaming one start putting one on youtube your priorities shift like if you're not sitting down and assessing. I mean, for me, it is so important for me to be assessing my goals and my, my personal, I guess, uh, desires all the time. Like I gotta be, I've gotta be doing that like at least once a month to make sure that I'm still doing the things that are making me happy because sometimes you feel like you're doing the thing that is making you so, so happy. And then you look back and you're like, gosh, where has the last, like three years of my life gone. Like I thought I was happy doing this. What happened? So, uh, flashback, I was like 19 years old and I moved to Vernal, which is like a little like podunk oil town in, in, I don't even know what direction is that? Eastern Utah. Yeah. East it's in the East, East side of Utah. And it's just very like rural. And I moved out there because my boyfriend lived out there. And while we were, we moved in together and I started working at the bank and I remember coming home one day and I was listening to the radio station out there and they were just playing like super eclectic stuff. And I told Dustin, I was like, I want to work at the radio station. And he's like, okay, do it. So then I walked in and I was like, Hey, I want a job. They were like, why? And I said, because I think I'd be good at being on the radio. And he was like, cool, come back and intern. And then the afternoon guy ended up going to jail. So I got his job and (laughs) worked out great, but (laughs) I ended up leaving that job. And when I was leaving that job, we, we came and we looked at the house that we are living in now. And as we were looking at the house, I told Dustin, I was like, I love this. I'm going to look for a job and see if we can, you know, make it happen. And he's like, okay, like three or four years is kind of what we're looking at mm-hmm. timeline wise. And I was like, cool. So then I came out to the Utah broadcasters associations job fair. And I met my now boss and he was like, Hey, do you want a job? And I was like, yeah, I want a job. It's like why I'm here. And so then I ended up getting hired, but it, last year, um, when I first started at the radio station in Logan, I remember having like a total breakdown and AJ was there <sighs> and he was like, what's going on? And I was like, I know nothing about radio. And then I just like started crying. I'm just having a breakdown. Like I, sh- I should know all of this stuff. I've been in radio for like three years at this point or two years at this point. I don't even remember, uh-huh. but it was like, I feel like I don't know anything. Yeah. And Anyway, last year we did an end of the decade countdown. I told my boss, I was like, I want to do it. I want to do it because it's always been something I've wanted because growing up, I always loved listening to Rick D's and that's kind of where my inspiration came from. I remember listening to the end of the decade countdown a decade ago with my mom and I told her I'm going to do this. And It was like in that moment while I was sitting in the radio station prep work for the end of the decade countdown that I just like sat there and I was like, I manifested this first of all. And (laughs) second of all, it was like, I I get that this is just like small town. I'm in Logan. It's not a big deal, but it was also like, I told my mom I was going to do this freaking 10 years ago and I did it. Like, I know, like it was amazing. It was really, really cool. It was a really cool situation just to be sitting there, just like 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was very like full circle. It's, I think it's one of those moments, like you're just like super proud of yourself. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And, and if there's one thing that I've been learning over the last like six months, it's more of the, you need to be speaking the things that you want into the universe because the more things that you focus upon and the more you focus on the things that you want, the more those things are going to be increasing. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to be focusing on like, oh man, 2020 was such a shit year, like more bad things are going to keep coming up. Because you keep saying how terrible it is. But if you keep focusing on the positive things, the more positive things you're going to be attracting. Mm -hmm. And the more like, I'm going to do the decade countdown in one decade, you know, like you start focusing on that stuff. You start manifesting it for your own self. So what I pick up from you too, is that you also just haven't 100% like attached yourself to that job. Because I feel like that's a problem Mm -hmm. a lot of other people do is that they, it becomes their who they are. So then when it's gone people are like, what the fuck? There's so much value into just having something, you know, like, and not just being the radios ripped away from you. And you're like, oh, fuck. I've seen you do like you makeup and I've seen you trying these different podcast things you're doing, you know, you're actively always trying to learn. And some people are just stuck. I feel like in seeing it over the course of the last couple of years, because I, where I was very fresh into radio as a, as a whole, um, And I came from a background, like my mom has done like real estate and she's done, like she's worked on production lines and she's been an assistant for lawyers and stuff. And where I have come from different places as well. Like I worked at taco time forever. I worked at, you know, a sandwich shop for a hot minute. I worked at a lawyer's office. Like I've done all of these different jobs. That job is not an integrated part of my personality. Like I know that I have a life outside of that job. I am not my job. I am not. And as I've seen over the course of the last couple of years, all of the mass mass cuts and, you know, these people that are being torn away from this thing that they're passionate about, it's, I've quickly become very aware of the fact that radio may or may not support me for the rest of my life. So what is it that I want to do outside of radio? Because there has to be something else. This cannot be my end all be all. I don't want to, I don't want to regret in 10 years, not trying things because I was dead set on being a radio star, you know? The value in even just having these different business people on your podcast and just making those connections and networking. Even I have been like, wow, like there is a value in that too, that I try to tell like other people, like just start interviewing people that you want to learn from. That's exactly where it's come from for me is that like- there has been so much that I have learned from these podcasts and from networking to these other people that it's like, okay, so I want to start a business. What is it going to be? I don't know, but I want to start one. Like I want to do it. I have made a ton of connections this year with a lot of awesome people. Like I was just having a conversation with one of my really good friends who I made because of this podcast that I was like, I am so grateful because if it hadn't have been for this podcast and it hadn't have been for me being like, Hey, what's up? Do you want to talk for a minute about your business and this thing that you're passionate about? People love to talk about themselves. People Mm -hmm. love to talk about the thing that they do. And so if you give them a platform for it, they're going to be super grateful for it. You know, maybe not, but, but in the, in the long run, you learn so much because of it. Yes. I do think it's really cool that you have built this community of people to be able to like bounce ideas off of. I love it so much. I literally love it so much. I love that. I got to meet you through it too. And you know, it's, it's, it's been so awesome. 2020 is also just accelerated too. even the efforts in radio fam. Like it's like, I 
want to actively like even in my meet the fam start featuring people that are um doing things that aren't like that aren't necessarily have a radio job right now that are just doing extra things that's why I like I wanted to talk to you too and I like your perspective and then just that you're doing something else like you're not just like yep that's what like my my job is me you know (laughs) I'm the station and that's it that's the thing I I will never let my job define who I am because you know I know that I'm way more than my job and you know my job is only a limited portion of who I am I have so many other aspects to my own life that I am so grateful for. And I'm so grateful for the human that I am that it would be a shame to not love those pieces of myself as well. Especially because you're young that you're not, you're not just like, I just got to get to a morning show in New York. I just got to get to a morning show in New York, (laughs) you know? Right. Well, that's the thing for me. My, where I live is I love where I live so much. I love my community of people that I live around. I love Dustin more than like life itself. I kid you not, but it's like, this is where I want to be. I want to live in this place forever and ever. Amen. And you know, I could find a job doing whatever I needed to do. Yeah. And you know, thankful to be in the position that I'm at right now because flashback to how I racked up all of my freaking credit cards. I'm finally at a place where it's like, I want to do what I want to do because I want to do it. Period. End of story. Yes. And I think that's, that's such a, where I would love people to get to, too. like, so great and be grateful and awesome. If I can be on the radio and work in the radio industry, do all that, but like, but I don't need it. It's hard to get to that point because it is cool. You know, it is like, I mean, radio is awesome. And it's like, who doesn't want to work there the rest of their life doing what they love doing at some point. It's like, yeah, you just got to find out, you know, the other things that make you happy. We are shifting into a transition period of time where people are realizing how important it is to prioritize their own happiness. And this is becoming a a very, very, very impactful moment in life and realizing where your priorities lie. One of my favorite conversations I've ever had was with R-Dub and we had a conversation about his syndicated show and you know, Sunday night, slow jams, never heard of it. (laughs) Never heard of it. It's new. No. So we were talking about it and he was saying, he remembers getting a paycheck and that paycheck was more than his salary. And he was like, it took all of the stress away. I had no stress. And it was like, I don't need this job. I'm doing my own thing. And as soon as you get to that position where you realize that you don't need your job, like I feel like there's such a pressure that is lifted off of you and you get to become more of who you actually are. Oh, 100%. Now I'm like at a point, I'm like, I mean, I don't want to lose my job, but like if no, they fired not. me, I'd be like, okay, well, I don't need it anymore. I have this like other platform to get my radio fix, really. So it's like, if you need your broad, whatever fix you need, you know, there's lots of ways to get it done. But man, it's such a, a freeing feeling. And like you said, just such a, ah, yeah, this is good. And then, and then you're just, then you're grateful anytime you get an opportunity like that. You're Absolutely. not like, fuck, I'm so desperate. And I had to take this shitty job with this asshole person in this shitty yep. market that I don't want to be in. No, I, that's not good enough. That's not going to, contribute to my happiness there. So I'll wait for the next better one to come along. Yeah, exactly. That you, you start to understand your own personal value and yeah. go from there because you do deserve to be treated well. You deserve to be valued by your employer. You deserve to value your own self, you know? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. And a radio is a very, you're lucky to be employed type of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I just got, when I went from radio and got right out, I went, it, it was oil and gas, but that was mm-hmm. like my, uh, I was at a, like a temp agency and that's where they placed me. And now, like, I'm like, I wouldn't work for an oil and gas company, but at the time it was interesting to be shoved into that and be 
100 like completely different from radio and we were also like a, a, a little bit of a newer company have a salary to actually have like really really good benefits to have like bonuses that were coming like, i know that has to do with your situation too i happen to get very lucky that i had a, a direct boss that recognized those things and actually like rewarded you didn't exist for so long in my life the world outside of radio helped build your esteem too because then you're like well fuck you like i get this over here other places can value me more you know yeah. and then it just in different ways like because sometimes if you're just stuck in this you don't know what else is out there that's one of the things that i've always focused on is like you're only as happy as you know you can be you're only as happy as you've ever once been and and it's the same kind of thing like you're only you only value yourself as much as you know you have been valued in the past. So it, it's a matter of learning. It's a matter of growing and it's a matter of realizing internally what you're worth. Yes. I think there's just something to be said for always working on yourself in some way, you know, absolutely. Constantly learning, shifting, growing, adjusting, you yeah. know, Those otherwise you're stagnant and everyone else is growing around you. And that's not cool. Exactly. And I mean, then it kind of just shows it, you know, how in radio that, that that's kind of how it's going to be, you know, the, because there's not as many positions, you know, yeah. so it's going to be the ones that were innovative and that did, were able to bring their audiences, you know, yeah. got even that like TikTok video that I had posted yesterday, I think of that station that had mm -hmm. blown up or whatever, you know, right. When you go to their comments on like the main video, I mean, one of the top comments is like, where can I get merch? They just want, yeah. they want to spend money on this brand literally that they just saw on TikTok. They went viral yep. on a video and they want, they want to represent already just cause like they think it's cool. And it's like shit like that. Just make a little personal connection with each station. And then like, you're golden. The suits are looking at that. Like <laughs> they're like, but all those people don't live in Ohio. Oh so. my heck. Freak. <laughs> Makes me want to smash my face in. Well, they don't live here. Well, they're freaking spending money and they're not here. So what? Exactly. So it's like even better. Like <laughs> make more money. Wow. You expanded the audience. Oh, horrible. Right. Oh, that's terrible. I can't believe you did that. That's so rude. I can't believe you. So many people being like, Hey, I live here. Can I, can I, can I get your station here? Yep. I live here. Can I get, how your do I get it? Yep. checking in from in different countries and stuff and i really do appreciate like you even reaching out and being like hey what's up because i'm like oh my gosh i freaking love marie <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait till when everything's like fixed and we can like actually like all meet and you know, right you know, oh i told dustin i was like i'm so freaking hyped because it's like i've this year i have made way more friends than i ever have in my past Me and too. i think i think part of it is because I saw a TikTok video. So TikTok has only just like taught me that I've never had one original thought in my whole entire life. <laughs> right. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Whatever. So there was a TikTok video that was like empaths after, after quarantine is over. And it's like, wow, I just feel like so rejuvenated. And like, I feel great because I've been able to like be my own self. And it's like narcissist 2020 has been the shittiest year, blah, 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 because I haven't been able to like feed off of other humans. It's so true. It kills me because it's like, I have had, dude, 2020 has been like straight fire for me. Like I, I agree a hundred percent. The social pressure that has been taken off oh, to like go do things. And yeah, especially like, you know, just to yeah, work on yourself and catch yep. up. Like I, I think it's been great. And and again, making so many friends. I'm more I'm more shy. So like I'm not the person that just can go up group of people and be like, sup guys, and like right. get integrated, you know. Too, I think this is what's so cool kind of about the Zoom meetings too, is like it's not a whole thing. Like for me, because it's like, okay, gotta go meet up with this person here. And then, yep. and then they might ghost you because then something came up or whatever. Right. Zoom calls are pretty easy to hop on, and then you're getting oh, yeah. the face-to-face. -face. So yeah. now that I know if I meet like all of you guys in person, you know, all these people that I've been meeting on Zoom, it's like not a big, it's not as like scary for me as just just no. like walking up and being like, so my name's Marie. I'm in Denver. And like, <laughs> I feel that I totally, I totally feel that.
I, I hate the small talk. I think, mean, you know, I'm d- definitely an introvert. I hate small talk. Like I would much rather like, let's dive right in and let's yep. talk about our childhood. Like, Tell go- me about your childhood trauma. Like, right, totally. That's, like, that's so totally how like, I am. I'm sorry, like TMI. I'm like, never, like literally no. never TMI for me. No. Oh, <laughs> it's because we're like literally the same freaking human. It kills me. Cause like, I kid you not. I told my friend just the other day, I was like, I wish I could walk into a conversation with somebody and be like, what's up? Here's my cards. This is what it is. Do you like it? Do yep. you not? Because if you don't like it, that's fine. I'll walk away. But yeah. I need to know now because I want to be friends with you. Like, yes. And I think that's why social media is kind of fun. Cause like I said, you can kind of spy on the person and already get that vibe a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. cause there's some, you're just like, check out right away. That one's not yep. going to work. But yep. then some, it's just like, okay. Like, I think she seems cool. Okay. All right. They're cool. All right. All right. hundred <laughs> percent. High hopes for all of us. So we got high, high hopes. We're manifesting that shit right now. <laughs> we are manifesting that shit right now. I wrote it down in my damn journal. I did <laughs> I this it. morning. I was like, it's gonna be a goddamn good year. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So <laughs> well, cool. I'll let when I'll let you know when I get this all uh, edited cool. up too. So cool. No worries, man. Editing's a bitch. Okay. We'll Bye, talk dude. to you later. Okay.